It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Happy birthday to Oprah Winfrey. Big maybe, oh, happy you know birthday. Maybe, um, maybe one of the birthday wishes is to feed the people that did the color purple. How about Wait that? Wait a minute. Wait a Stop second. Stop it. She I'm just did. kidding. After a call. By the way, she looks amazing. She does look just amazing. I guess that. if you ain't feeding nobody, you wouldn't look Don't amazing. Would <laughs> 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 Gotta get your own rental car. They, they didn't get, yeah, all right. Like, get to, we, we all get can lose weight. Self. We all can yeah, lose weight. Yeah, of course. <laughs> looks great, too. <laughs> Happy birthday to Tom Selleck. Happy birthday to Charlie Wilson. Do you remember when, do you don't remember this, but Rosie O'Donnell and Tom Selleck were into it about guns. You know, because uh, Tom Selleck, I think, was, uh, was uh, he was doing a commercial, I think, for whatever it was. And Rosie was against guns. And I'm like, of course a dude who played a character named Magnum is going to like guns. Of course. <laughs> either like guns or don't like children. You figure it out. That's it. That, come on now. Right. That Either either one. It, 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 it's up to you. Uh, happy birthday to Charlie Wilson. Happy birthday to Adam Lambert. Happy birthday to Justin Hartley uh, from This Is Us. Happy birthday to Heather Graham from Boogie Nights and Hangover. Happy birthday to Paul Ryan. Happy birthday to Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne. With, Roseanne with her crazy ass. Oh, and she crazy? Did you see her I doing on, trying yes. to give her a speech? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's as bad God. as her trying to sing the national anthem i think it's worse <laughs> it's as bad as her trying to sing the national i'm like you you, you don't know your speech order you know and she's talking about stalinism it's just crazy i had a good friend of mine talk to me about robert kennedy jr i'm like are you an idiot i'm not don't i'm not here's what i'm thinking there are two, there are two people that can win this thing i'm not gonna do anything to help the other guy that can that's me that part you can do whatever you want but don't call me you don't need to talk to me about it i'm not gonna try to talk you in anything i'm gonna do my radio show you know where i stand you know you know where i stand all the time I'm ten toes down in the things I believe. You don't need to worry about me. I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about me. But don't call me with no ignorant stuff like that trying to talk me into reporting for a dude that can't speak above a whisper. When God <laughs> take your voice away from you, it's for a reason. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even get into the failed Kennedy. Oh my god. <laughs> the Fredo of Kennedy. That's I the whole mean, you know. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Andrea Kelly, R.S. Kelly's ex-wife. Happy birthday to Marcus All. Uh, happy birthday, posthumous, uh, posthumously, of course, to Harriet Tubman, who just made currency, right? <sighs> she did, but I still want it on the $20 bill. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, uh, coins is better than nothing. Yeah. At, at least she can stop you from getting a parking ticket. <laughs> Thank you, Harriet. <laughs> Appreciate <just> it. Saying. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to William McKinley, uh, U.S. President. Happy birthday to John Forsyth. And happy birthday to W.C. Fields. We have a great show lined up for you. Of course, it's Monday, so we got 90 seconds of 90s hits with DJ Lucci. I, of course, will have a little note from the GED section, plus the jazz report on the D.L. Hughley show. Um, so I heard a conservative commentator, and he was talking about, you know, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And he made the point, he said, when I get on a plane, I want to make sure the person's qualified. When I see, make intimating that basically if you see a black pilot, uh, that that person isn't qualified. To a lot of people, uh, qualified is a pseudonym for white. It means white to a lot of people. Um, I've heard a bunch of comedians, uh, two comedians that I, I, I respect and like, uh, make the same comparison. I just, I'm just i not racist. I just want to make sure that these people are qualified. They are, they are making the, they're making the, uh, forwarding the idea that white is qualified. Now, if we look at what happens in Harvard, for instance, right? Harvard gives away 700 people. 700 people are interest, uh, allowed interest into Harvard, right? Um, out of those people, um, they have legacy. They have people who are donors. And they have people who get scholarships. There are about 20 people, 20 black people, between black and brown people, who get allowed into Harvard, for example. Do you think that those people 
are more qualified than the people who had to to uh, pass all those hurdles? Do you think they're actually more qualified? Let's take, for example, George Bush Jr. was a legacy. Barack Obama was not. Who is brighter? And who's more qualified? That's just a real thing. I'm not talking about political ideology aside. If if Donald Trump had comported himself like uh, Barack Obama, Republicans would love him. But who do you think is actually more qualified? The legacy guy or the guy who had to pass through all the hurdles to get through? Who would you rather have proudly representing the United States? The ignorant doof? Or a guy who's polished, accomplished, educated, urbane, and sophisticated. It's not even close. To connote the idea that you are only qualified if you're white, it tells you with the dilemma we're in. That means that when somebody walks in for a certain job that they don't t- uh, tr- traditionally see black people in, that somebody with a different color is automatically given an advantage. If somebody goes, this looks like somebody who looks like the person I want flying the plane, he has a big, better advantage than somebody who looks like me, even though I might be more qualified. That is why we need diversity, equity, and inclusion, because people would lean to their own devices. You would get on a plane, go, this can't fly this plane. I'm, that's what you would do. And we do it all over. We do it in, as CEOs. There's a reason there are no CEOs that are black. We do it in networks or publications or any, I can, any, any enterprise that is endeavored. You automatically deal with people's biases because they see a thing and think something else. The only reason that we have the things that we have is because the government made people do it. They made them do it. And they're attacking diversity, equity, and inclusion as another way of racism. As another way of saying you could only be qualified, li- literally, Donald Trump and, and, um, and George W. Bush, the last two presidents, Republican presidents we had, right, were legacies. Look at what they did. Look at what they did. I'm just talking about the way they handled themselves, the things that we're in a war that we'll never get out, out of now. Um, the, the economy crashed. Um, our reputation suffered. But who would you have, literally, if, if I took Barack Obama's resume and the way he spoke, put them next to, to George Bush's uh, and put them next to uh, Donald Trump, you wouldn't even hesitate to pick Barack Obama. Because that passes the really uh, the, the, the real uh, test. That passes what is real. The optics, you would pick somebody else. Diversity, equity, inclusion are the only thing that is keeping us at least on a semi-path to fairness. Because you can't tell somebody what to think. If I get on a plane and somebody's naturally inclined to believe that this looks like it's supposed to and this doesn't, anything, tell me anything that you can see a black person, a brown person, a woman person, a woman in that they haven't traditionally been in, that they're not better at the person. You can look at Tanya Brown Jackson, she's the who was a Supreme Court nominee. Look at her resume and compare it to anybody else who ever was on the Supreme Court. Stop saying and believing the notion that you are qualified. That would mean that you're born qualified and you're born disqualified. You're white, you're right. If you're black, you're wrong. If you're a woman, you're wrong. If you're brown, you're wrong. I get on a plane. This is what I know. I know that if a black man made it through the hoops and hurdles you got to get to to fly a plane for a major airlines, that did everything right. Everything. And he had to beat out everybody, including people that have the idea that you can only be qualified if you're white. That's a little note from a GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. 
Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zelle, all of those are breeding grounds for theft. That's according to Manhattan's district attorney. The issue has gotten so out of hand that in New York, he had to send a letter to the apps demanding that they put in more security measures, including lower transfer limits, additional password security, additional wait times for larger transactions. As also another solution, uh, he's asking for a lower limits of the daily transfers, requiring wait times on larger trans- transfers, and uh, confirmation when suspicious transfers take place. If you can make money and put it in a financial institution, there is somebody as hard right now, working as hard as you are to make it, as hard as to steal it. To take it. There's somebody right. right now. All them hours you putting in sure. overtime is somebody right now trying to make a key, hotel key card, give them gas. Yeah. Right now. Without question. Black folks steal money when you put, take it out the bank. White folks steal it when you so, put it in. So it's just somebody right now. So they, for every 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 innovation they have, there's a, somebody thinking of a way of how it cannot work and steal this dude's bread. Yeah. That's a job. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Somebody's better mousetrap is a better way to steal. That's it. That's all. That's all. So that's not So that. I found this interesting. Breathing pure oxygen for 90 minutes a day can be as effective as Viagra for treating impotence. Yeah, sure. I bet. Yeah. Uh, with none of the side effects, by the way. I bet. New research show men who had the treatment had an average of 50% improvement in their ED. Uh, and the effects from one month of the treatment lasted about 18 months in some cases. Do you know that, of course, you do know this, but the vasodilators, the erectile dysfunction drugs, mm-hmm. were experimental heart medication. Yes. Correct. It was to it, to improve the blood flow to the heart. And they went, hey, man, my penis is hard. And they went, damn, that heart. <laughs> How's your heart? I don't know, but my Johnson is... is, is, is <laughs> it's popping. So, so, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> a cat can't scratch you. Right, right. <laughs> that's why. That's why you shouldn't be mad at. Uh, you shouldn't be mad at athletes for performance and having drugs. When every dude I know over seventy or sixty used one, so stop it. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't your real bad average baby. Boy. <laughs> um, um, but it would make sense that if any time you can improve blood flow, which you know, or oxygenate mm-hmm. something, it would make. But but who got an hour and a half to be on to oxygen? wait? You see somebody <laughs> oxygen right now. They smoke cigarettes. They you wait ninety minutes, girl. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, gonna by then I'm gone. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Uh, so this is interesting. A uh, woman's best fr- uh, a woman's best friend's husband uh, came onto her strong. Uh, uh, she rejected him, but now is faced with a dilemma. Should she tell her best friend that her husband did what her husband did, or risk their friendship, or handle it herself? Now, so her best friend's husband came onto her strong. She rejected him, but now she's faced with a dilemma. Should she tell her friend? Because I'm going to tell you something. Here's, here's the way that go. If he gets caught or something comes up, he's going to blame you. You're going to be the one did it. And she's going to say, why didn't you tell me? Yep. Mm. So you, it's, 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 there are no good options to this thing. Nope. The better option would be have a respectful mate that wouldn't even do something like that. That would be the better option. Mm. But absent that, um, should she tell her best friend? And, and when you do tell your best friend, get ready to lose her. You're going to lose her for a while. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> now, I mean, maybe not forever. Like you gotta lose her till she finds out how no good that dude is, and 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 and, and then you come back together. Yes, but you're gonna lose that best friend for a while. But they say something, especially if she stay with the dude. If they reconcile, she's going to stay with him. She's gone unless it's a unless this is a multiple time thing. She's gonna stay with him. She's gonna blame you. They're gonna go get together and blame you for this whole thing, and then. Uh, she's not. She's gonna stay with him, and then when something happens to them and they break up, then she might come back. That's the thing. But they say if you love something, let it go, and if it doesn't, it'll snitch on you. That's. I mean, I don't know how that. 
don't know. Who's I don't know. Is, is, you know, maybe I don't know. How, uh, maybe I'm misquoting it. But uh, <laughs> does she tell or not? 877-242-2426. Also, just up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show. And, of course, the website is the D.L. Hughley Show.com. All right. We're going to be uh, getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, so this is not an uncommon scenario, I would imagine. A woman uh, is hit on by her husband's best, her best friend's husband. Now she's faced with the dilemma of if she should tell or not. Um, and I'm going to go to a social media platform. Uh, DJ Lucci, what did they say? Yes, Brittany from St. Louis said, "Stitches get uh, snitches get stitches. I'm not telling. No. Snitches get immunity from prosecution is what snitches mm-hmm. <laughs> It is funny, though, because Alex and I actually got into an argument one day. She said she woke up and had a dream that I cheated on her. Yeah. And Kiki told, told her. And I said, well, that would never happen because Kiki's no snitch. She'll right. never snitch on no, you. Not that I wouldn't cheat on you. I am my father's child. Not that. But she would never snitch Kiki's on me. Kiki's not a snitch. There you go. So we got into a whole argument. And I was like, that's just no, nobody wants to touch that because no. that's just a murky situation. You, like see you how can d- end up ending a friendship or yeah. Over. yeah so no you see how it is even the gays I'm just what I'm saying everybody <laughs> that's, right. that's how pervasive it is everybody going to get some <laughs> so uh, Jasmine I know this is, has this ever happened to you before this has never happened to me before a, a friend's best a husband's never hit on you before no never Mm-mm. wow that's amazing mm. have you ever known that to happen yes and what happened what was the outcome well the person and very much like me I would not tell the first time it happened but if it happens again... Because you're irresistible, huh? You're like, hey, come no, on now. it's not Can't that. Can't book yeah. all this ass. I can understand why. I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I would, yeah. I would, I would obviously turn it down, and then I would you know, straighten him out and say, look, you better get your life together. Because if, if this happens again, I'm telling. Yeah. And if I find out... It, and now I'm going to be inch high private eye. I'm looking at everything you do, because if I see anything else that is suspicious, I'm definitely telling. Right. But I'm going to give you grace the but first time. But you know time. what? Jasmine snitches on, any, in principle, just about anything. And this one, she draws the line. That's where... I mean, I'm just saying. Depends Damn. on what it is. <laughs> when lesbians and snitches give you pause, then you know that this, uh, this is a touchy subject. Um, so a woman's uh, best friend, her husband, hit on her. Uh, she's deciding whether she tell or not. 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Um, a woman, uh, her best friend, her husband, her best friend's husband hits on her. She's deciding whether she should tell on or not. Uh, Jasmine, I asked you, you said that had happened to you. Had never I said that had never happened to That has before. happened to me multiple times. You always <laughs> say, well, you always flirting with people. or You, you always do. Say, That's not true. No, uh, first of all. You are one of the biggest flirts. That's not, that's not and my flirt. And then you get, I'm not going to say you get nervous because you don't like that word, but then when they come back, you're like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> but you are a big flirt. Ooh, look at you. You're yeah, looking good. I've seen true. you. Yes. Um, everybody step now. away from the metal yeah, in here. Yeah, you uh, are uh, a big flirt. I, I'm not a flirt at all. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm not a flirt at all. But Man, I don't know how stop. many times, even when I've been with Jasmine, I say something, then they like come over and I'm like, I was just, I was. But, just but that's called flirting. That's not called flirting. When you that's say you look, you will look at you. Let me see you turn around. It really you've been losing it, weight. It, that's called flirting. It really speaks to how I think devoid of compliments uh, some people are. Well, first of all, I, I don't think so. I think the manner in which you say it and the tone in which anyway, you say it before all we get can distracted by Ryan, you... by uh, Jasmine's BS. <laughs> it's not mine; it's yours. <laughs> I have had it happen a couple different times, and every time I was like, "But they kidding, right? They were kidding. I'm sure they're kidding, you know, because you know you can say stuff." Mm-hmm. And then it happened a bunch of times, a bunch of times, a bunch of times. And then they weren't kidding. From the same person? Uh, yeah, a couple different. Because wow. I'm, I'm damn near irresistible. <laughs> like, in the right light, I'm telling you. Yeah. A couple well, drinks, I'm pretty, like. Oh, God. Um, and I never said anything because 
I one I didn't want it, it to do anything to, to to me and and my dude. And the other is I think part of it was her trying to get back at him for some stuff he done did. You know what I mean? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it was it wasn't I you know. I got the feeling that it was more. You were um, a trophy bang. It was something that that you know wasn't organic. It just mm. it felt like mm. more sinister than just somebody being attracted yeah. to somebody. Or maybe taking you up on your offer. I that, it's not an offer. I just said <laughs> all I said was you look nice. That's n- I didn't say. I didn't say. Oh, you lost weight. I, I didn't, well, how does that say? Let me, let me, I didn't say anything inappropriate. I didn't say anything. I wouldn't say everything. I said. I said in front of him. Of course. I know you keeping him at home. I know you keeping him busy. Look at you. Look at all that. No, like no. you say, no, that, I never say you, stuff like that. Oh you're a lying God. ass. DL you're a lying ass. Listen, I've and I've said to you on many occasions, you probably should stop saying that. You probably shouldn't flirt like that because I'm not one day, flirting. I've said that to you many times. And then you'll come back and say, you know who tried to say something <laughs> back to me? <laughs> I'm like, of course they did. Stop it. Start keeping score from here, Jess. Yeah. Give him a yeah. zero and you start from here. Okay, yeah. we're gonna start over. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was kidding. I was not even at all, and I I never said anything because, and they are still together. Mm, well, still well, probably together. because you, uh, yeah, you know. So I didn't. Said I no. didn't. All right, so we're getting your thoughts. <laughs> a woman's best friend's husband hits on her. She's her dilemma is whether she should tell her about eight seven seven. And I'm proud. Oh, Jasmine said it's never happened. Tyler said uh, she doesn't have to worry about because she hangs around people that would snitch anyway. So it's just a. Mm. <laughs> is that did I get that right? Tight group of criminals. Did I get that right? Did that that seemed okay, okay. All right, I wanna I don't wanna cast aspersions on people. Uh give us your call, 877-242-2426. It's the DL Hughley show. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a woman's husband, a woman's best friend husband hits on her and her dilemma is whether she should tell or not. Skip, you said that happened to you before. Yeah, yeah, I get I get a phone. Was call. it a white woman or cause no, you're sixty no. percent white? No, 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 okay. no. It's okay. a black woman, man. And as a dude, I, I we work together, right? So I get my, my phone rings at night. Wait a minute. Hang Ooh. on. We, what not not lately. All right, not lately. Oh. <laughs> Not that. So uh, we work together. My phone rings, and it's the woman. She called me. Now, first of all, she said she got my number from her husband's phone. So she went in the phone and got the husband. Sure, sure. And then sure. she started throwing game real hard, like, you can come over. Uh, he's away. I said, I know. I scheduled him for work. I know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Were so, you insulted, Skip? Huh? Was I insulted? you're talking like you're kind of insulted. No, no, no. I went the route and didn't say anything. You know, yo, ma, this ain't going to happen. Chill. But what happens is she hit on somebody else. She was out there. Who then snitched on me? Because she told the dude, your wife tried to holler at me, and she tried to holler at Skip, too. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, come on. So yeah, I had to yeah. tell him, I say, man, me and you cool, but we, you ain't my best friend. So I, if I told so you, I would you going to believe off. me or her? Well, who's you going to believe? You know, so. You're going to believe the one you want to believe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you believe the one you want to believe. And you was his boss. You could have did a David and Matt Sheba <laughs> if you really wanted to. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, I think that it it is a, it is uh, not uncommon, and I'm I'm, I'm I'm shocked that it's never happened to you, Jed. I'm shocked that it's never happened to you. Um, um, but I, it's not uncommon, and it is a bad deal. To, they, when when a when a dude I'm close to has a woman, I won't even look at. Him. Right, they like a sister. I won't now. even look at. Yeah, they, not, no, they're not like a sister. I'm very aware of what could happen. No, I'm not. No, you ain't my sister. My sister never had an ass like that. I'm saying I would never do that. <laughs> but if, I would never put myself in a situation where I would be around her. Yeah, not not because I don't think something wouldn't happen. I think some could. That's that's the deal. The only time it's the punch you never see coming that knocks you out. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't. But I but I think that that there are people who uh and you never know what somebody's going through. You never know what's happening. You never know what pays down. You never know. But to me, 
when that happened to me a few times, I never said anything to anybody, even the person. Like yeah. nothing. You know, and after a while, I don't care if you're a woman, you, you, you ain't gonna be rebuffed. You ain't gonna keep doing stuff and they keep rebuffing you generally. You right. know what I mean? Well, so, it's hard to imagine the fear of you telling eventually settles in. Like, yeah. okay, well, maybe this ain't a good right. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me look somewhere else. Although I don't have snitch, <laughs> I don't have snitchosity like you do. I mean, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I don't have that. Um, give me a call. Let me know what you think. A woman's husband, uh, excuse me, a woman's best friend husband hits on her. Uh, and she is forced with the dilemma to tell him or not. Uh, give us a call. Let us know what you think. 877-242-2426. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, a woman's best friend husband hits on her. Uh, she has to decide whether to tell her best friend or not. We're going to the phones. What do you think? The type of person I am, I would not tell my friend. I would approach him. I would say something to him. I would check him. Hey, I'm not even that type of friend. I'm loyal to my friend. And if you try to talk to me again, I'm going to tell my friend. Dude, I actually went through this exact same thing. But, well, not the exact. One of my wife's friends tried to hit on me, and I told it. I was afraid that she was going to eventually say something about it, and she actually sent me a few naked pictures of herself. So I had incriminating evidence. Now, I never sent her anything, but I told it, and I think she should tell. I, I, I think she has to tell. It's the only way to repair it. You have to tell it. I had this happen to me with my cousin. Her husband was hitting on a friend of mine, and I told her, and she told me, you know what, I'm just going to have to love you from afar. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not doing anything. Your husband's hitting on my friend. I just want you to be happy. And she was like, you know what, you're causing problems in my household, so if that's what you think, fine, so be it. You don't have to love me from afar, up close, or anywhere in between. And now she and her husband are divorced, but we still don't speak. So it's a, it's a, it's a catch-20 situation. No, I, I I believe that the friend, the best friend, should never shouldn't tell her friend that her husband tried to hit on her. Because here's the thing: whatever she tell her friend, if she tell her friend that her husband tried to hit on her, her friend is going to confront her husband. And at the end of the day, his wife is going to believe whatever he tells her. Because at the fact, at the end of the day, this is her husband. So if you put yourself in the middle of that, he may throw you up under the bus and say you tried to hit on him. Now you done lost your best friend. Because at the end of the day, she gonna believe her husband. Uh, uh, Tyler, you were saying something off air. What were you saying? I said, well, Kyle flirts with Alex every week. He does. It's it's uncomfortable, too. (laughs) It makes the whole family uncomfortable, I swear. (laughs) These are lies. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I didn't respond in your name, Kyle. It has been so uncomfortable, I've had to leave. I'm like, this is sexual tension here. He literally, I'm talking about, I come out the room, his arm is all around her. They're on the couch. I'm like, what is happening? He'll come pick her up from the airport. I'm like, hey, come on, man. Go to lunch together. Can I? Go ahead. All right, hold up. Hey, man, we only got an hour show. Okay, look. (laughs) How I define flirting is intention. If you're intending to seduce somebody, then that's flirting. Why do you walk around with your shirts off and say, Alex, feel this? You do do that. First of all, you said doo-doo. A grown adult saying doo-doo. And second of all, (laughs) it's not. Yeah, how uncomfortable! Like if, if if you can't be shirtless in your own house, where can you be shirtless? Yeah, okay. And third, and third of all, Alex and I just have a very deep friendship. That's all. Okay. The only reason she won't do anything with you is because she doesn't like penis. That's yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, that that's is. And that's literally it. it. And I think I think Kyle would fail the moral test. I, re- I think he'd do it and, and not say anything about it. No, I would not. Yeah, I, I think he literally would. called no. Alex after our wedding and said it should have been us. You know, it should have been me. Did he say that for real? Yes, you no, did, Kyle. Now that is so grounded. Say that inappropriate. What I said. He literally texted her the next day. Wow. He's like, 
It should have been us. Yeah. What I specifically yeah. said was what I spe- what I specifically said was LOL afterwards. So that oh yeah, that, oh, that, that, yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. I, I sent you. A, you should have led with that. A penis pic, but LOL. There you go. <laughs> yeah, first of all, that would never happen. I've never sent that. And third of all, yeah, after LOL, everything's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, not okay. in our family. Apparently, <laughs> apparently this is this is gonna turn into a, th- a Thanksgiving fiasco one day. All right. <laughs> Give me a call. Let me know what you think. A woman's best friend husband hits on her. Uh, she has to decide whether to tell her friend or not. 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, um, a woman's best friend husband hits on her. She is faced with the dilemma of telling her best friend or not. What would you do? We're going to the phones. She going to lose that friend. He gonna, he's no good because I was in that same situation. If she tell her that yeah, your friend cracked on me and that she going to say, girl, you're just jealous of our relationship. Your man just ain't no good. I think she should tell because if she don't tell, what she going to fall herself into is the trap of becoming a non-friend anyway because if it ever come out by anybody that he that type of dude, and then she find out you was one of them too that he tried to come at, and you ain't not, and you didn't tell her. You know what kind of friend is that? That's how she gonna look at it. So I, I say you gotta let her know. It happened to be in college. What I did, I told both of them at the same time with him present. He still told her it was a lie. We lost contact for a while, but once she realized who he was, she came back, and we were real good friends for the rest of our lives. We're still friends as of today. So you got to let them know if you're a real good friend, if you want to sleep, it's going to be on your conscience. You'll never sleep. You know, that's a fine line. Yeah, she should tell her best friend because that's deceit if she don't. So that means she's deceitful and so is her husband. Now, suppose the husband go out there and meet a woman that says yes, and he bring back to her best friend some soap and water can't take off of AIDS, syphilis, herpes. You know, I'd rather lose my best friend by telling her the truth and saving her life than to not say that at all. At least if I lose her, I'll be able to sleep and live with myself. What she do with the truth, it's no longer on me. It's on her. All right, um, Jeff, what do, you, what do you think? It's my best friend, I'm telling. Okay. I'm, well, I'm going to give you one like Jasmine said. I'm going to give you one. We're going to have a real serious talk. This my dude. Now, if what I if you like her a little bit, what what if my I like her? What if you like her a little bit? She's still off limits. Okay, that's my man. So that's, so 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 okay. You yeah, would just, yeah. You would I, say, oh, you got excellent well, taste. Well, no, it's just that my penis is not the general manager of the team. Yeah. See, when you play like you're that, you can ass. win. I know no, you're it's 30 not. years. So when did this? Okay, I mean, I'm just saying. No, real talk. When did this iteration of you come along? I'm not trying to. I'm no, not trying talk. to blow up the spot. I'm asking you, when did this Jeff Brown that I'm unfamiliar with yes. <laughs> make he his is, entree into the scene? The general the, right. manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he does know. You don't get married three times if your if your if your, exactly. your, your, your Johnson ain't making that's some bad right. decisions. Yes, that's right. Uh, I, you just get to a point where you realize. You can't have them all, and there's a song there that plays against it there every go. year. It goes but that like is this. A, that is that's a mature. Listen, you yeah, know, you had to grow the to the greatest it. line in Carlino's way. Said, "I." It's a great one. of My favorite line. He said, "I didn't rehabilitate. I ran out of wind. <laughs> like, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore." That's all it. Right. Coming up, we got today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. That is the D.L. Hughley Show. M I L L E N N I A L.
For today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Luce. Samia and a uh, national, I think, like Hispanic something, I forgot, uh, on Twitter is in trouble because they tweeted about uh, the Oscars and they only gave recognition to uh, America Ferreira and Olivia Rodrigo and they discounted Coleman Domingo, who is, he's Latin. His uh, dad is from Belize and. He's, but he's black. He's Afro-Latino. It's a lot of black people pretend like they're not. Uh, but he not, actually not acknowledges his heritage. He's okay, because like, a lot of be. black people, black, there are no, any number of black Latinos like that look like flow from good times and no, swear they're not black. His, his, his dad's side of the family is from Belize and Guatemala, and yeah. he literally okay. acknowledges that. So he's one of them. Yeah. He's one of the people that will acknowledge because a yeah, lot of people he won't. Yeah, acknowledge and dad won't do it. Really? No, it's a lot of black people that won't do it. She's not Afro. She's not Latin. Have, it, yeah, I'm not the day. What's the, I what about that? Not, not the day. Who's the girl? Who's the girl that was in Avatar? Zoe. 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 Yeah, Zoe she South doesn't acknowledge her she black side. Well, but she does she now. I've seen some articles where she. Yeah, she, she does, does now, now after she got called on the carpet yeah. for it. But it, it, there are a lot of people in the in the Latin culture. Either particularly. way, this uh, particular company is under fire for not acknowledging him until people you know were saying, "Hey, he's he's." He gonna be the Latin dude well. winning a Soul Train Award. That's what he gonna, go he gonna, gonna win Essence Festival. Coleman Domingo. Yeah, I'm saying a lot of people who are of Latin descent and they're African. They're 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 more focused on being Latin than African. There there are five million people in America right now who are clearly black but claim Latin on on the census. So he maybe they thought he was one of them. Well, I don't know how when you tend to claim both in a lot of interviews. You yeah. Give, okay. So. Just saying. Well, I, we'll take him. Well, now he's a winner. We'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to take him on uh, uh, Walking Dead, but this right here we'll take him for. We got him. We got him covered. More of the D.L. Hughley Show coming up. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Get ready to laugh and stay informed. Join D.L. Hughley on the D.L. Hughley Show podcast. Available on UrbanOnePodcast.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, don't miss out. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, update. Uh, so if you are in Milwaukee, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm going to be at the Milwaukee Improv. Two, to not, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Yeah, I, I got a chance to, uh, of course, like everybody, I watched this, the uh, playoffs. And our affiliate, Baltimore, y'all put up a good fight. They did. <laughs> put up a good fight. But let me tell you something. Don't ever, ever, ever bet against that Patrick Mahomes, dude. I don't I care know, what don't it is. Don't do it. He looks like Darlene from Ro- Roseanne Barr. Show, but I'm <laughs> <telling> you, <laughs> I, I say it right now. Oh. I, he's the best that ever was. Yeah, Man. somebody else said that. I was watching the, best the camera. Ever the same thing. He only did one thing in life that I know of that I don't, you know, like. That was his choice of a wife. But other than that, he's great. Yeah. He's great. Wow. Yeah. And she may be a great harsh. person, so I don't even know right. it like that. His you know? father's a little sketchy too. His father's a little sketchy. One of them dudes that always go, let me hold $20. He looks like one of them dudes. <laughs> I always got a black and mild hanging off their lip. Yeah, yeah. That, that right there. And San Francisco, so, so it is said it's going to be uh, Kansas City and San Francisco, which... Uh, you know, a lot of people said all along, if you'd have said at the beginning of this year, early part of the season, that would have been everybody's pick. I think Baltimore plays spectacular. That, that Tate Flowers kid, I feel so bad for him. Boy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. 
Because I know he can't go out in Baltimore now. You, <laughs> you better order all your crab cakes in, baby. You better go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you better do Grubhub or something, boy, because you're not going to be going out. <laughs> you're not going to be going out. Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. You, you know what I like, too? I like that it blew away the little conspiracy theory. They were talking about the colors of the logo on the thing. Yeah. And they yeah. all see it's yeah. going to be. Well, yeah. nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no purple. Yeah. Sorry. One thing's for sure, and uh, at least what uh, they don't have to pay eighty three point three million dollars. <laughs> Donald Trump—that's the most expensive rape in history. Oh my wow. God! Yeah. Let me tell you something. And it, it, I don't even know where he's going to get that money to pay her. Oh, he, well, oh, he's he, he going to have the money. You can't tell everybody you rich and you run for president and you have all this money Maybe and you ain't got find it. Out. You better use some of that money you was planning to use for your defense. <laughs> the thing that's funny, it cost Fox $800 million because they wouldn't lie. They kept lying and wouldn't shut up. It cost him 83 well, plus the five and five. So nine, almost $100 million because he couldn't stop lying and shut up. He could not stop lying. So, you know. And his courtroom antics just keep going. Yeah. Get, get crazier and crazier. So there's there's one rule. Uh, silence is golden. Shut up. <laughs> he can't do that stuff. <laughs> All right, coming up this hour, we're going to be talking with the actress Kim Fields plus the Hughley also home mix. Jason Sybil Wilkes will give us what we, what we need to know on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the show is somebody we watch uh, grow up and just become, just always working. She's, always she's, working. Man, she won't stop. Every it's time crazy. I see on social media, she's on a different She set. won't stop like, doing damn. it. Damn. <laughs> Say something for us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's Jamaican and Mexican. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put your hands together for the one and only Kim Fields. How are you, sweetheart? Hi, honey. How are you? I am one, not good as you, but I tell you what, this is interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. I think you posted what well, we were we were DMing each other, and I think mm-hmm. uh, the thing that is interesting is that we you, we have seen you in every incarnation of television, every everything. Like, we, <laughs> Like we we saw you when they had beta before they had beta VCR. Then we saw sure you when they had VCR. Wow. Then we saw you when, when they had. We see you when they had CDs, and now we see when they stream. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, God is certainly good, and I'm grateful because that means that people want to see my ass and still support it. So I'm grateful, you know, to, to everybody that's always watching because when they don't watch, they don't keep it on the air. Ain't that so, the truth. You know. So you're, you're having a good time because I, I, ne- I saw Wanda, uh, like, I see Mike a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't got a chance mm-hmm. to see you, and, I, and, I, and I've seen a couple of episodes mm-hmm. of the Upshaws. But it does seem it's like you guys are close. You're fired. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you are yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Just, man, I've seen a couple, but... Um, I've seen I'm, all first, your specials. Just so uh, we're clear in terms of the cards we're playing. You know. Well, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> Go ahead. Proceed. I'm <laughs> I've seen, and you all seem to be having such a wonderful time. And it's really weird yeah. because Netflix doesn't pick up stuff that's doing really well. Like, you can't even tell if they're going to pick something up, but they picked you guys up early. So it says a lot about the, 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 the stride that you've hit. And I, I think a lot of yeah. that is because you guys just look like you're having fun. It's a funny show. Well, we are having fun. It is funny as hell. Uh, our writer's room is fire, you know, and you know what it takes to have a funny-ass show. You know what it takes to have a writer's room that's about it. Um, and so we definitely have that in spades. And Wanda and Mike and Regina Hicks, uh, they do such a phenomenal job at making sure we're relevant and funny and fresh and engaging. Um, where people, you really feel like you are watching yourself or people that you know, members mm-hmm. of your own family. Um, but it's also a testament to how we're telling the stories in that there's this wonderful nod, DL, to the sitcoms that we grew up on. 
Mm-hmm. And right now, nostalgia is big. Reboots are big. And so people want to feel like they are going back to a time when life was easier. Things were a little less complicated slightly. And so those kinds of sitcoms, the Norman Lear's, you know, shows that we all primarily grew mm-hmm. up on, uh, that they do that. But again, they do it in terms of how you would do that today. And mm-hmm. so I feel like that's a really big formula that's winning, which is why, you know, we're certainly the number one comedy on Netflix. And we've held that spot for a while um, because of that. And Netflix really does leave leave us to our own devices in that they, they really leave the executives alone to, to, to tell the stories and to tell them the way they want to tell them. And you could tell if there was one piece of advice that you got uh, from the beginning of your career to now that has served you well, uh, what would it be? Well, you know, mom. And so mom has given me so many nuggets over my career. But early on, uh, when I first started doing facts and she said, baby, you start at 100 percent and everything that you stay and do can either keep you there or chip away at that. And that has really helped me to make. And when your mother's name is Chip, she's telling the truth. <laughs> like this Chip, she's letting you get in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but it's it's the truth, you know. And then uh, when I went to audition, my very first audition, actually, Miss Butterworth Sarah. I was very intimidated and terrified because I saw Janet there. Remember back in the day, we had the Jackson specials, the summer specials. And so she was already a star even before good times. And so I saw her and I just thought, oh, my God, I don't belong here. I just want to go home. I shouldn't be here. And mom took me to the bathroom and she says, listen, you're in your own head. You're in your own way. Don't let anything or anybody intimidate you, especially your own mind. She said, that girl is in there doing nothing. You are doing this to you. You're, in, you're allowing your mind to, to, to intimidate you like that. And that's just not the case. Always do your best and be, your, be yourself. And that is how and you go from the facts to the upshows. <laughs> that's how you go from black and white TV to streaming, Jack. <laughs> Don't let nobody chip away. Was not on black and white TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, I tell you what is true. I did see your ass on that little TV on top of the TV. I know that. That's for real. <laughs> one for picture, one for color. I did that for real. Tootie. <laughs> All right, don't. Uh, I, I'm very proud of you, and you you look great, you sound great, and 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 you're working uh, at at optimum level. It's very uh, it's very great to talk to you, and uh, I'll see you soon, hopefully. All right, take care. Sounds good. All right, there Bye-bye. she is, Kim Fields, ladies and gentlemen. The Upshaw, check it out on Netflix, streaming now. You can see it anytime you want. I'm gonna see more episodes because you have to. You know, she's my special. She got you. And she does stuff. There you go. Stunts. There you go. Didn't you hang up on her? Damn it. We yeah. were supposed to be talking about it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Ship away on the phone, Skip. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye-bye, baby. Thanks, Kim. Now it is time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. President Biden says a response is coming following the overnight drone attack at a U.S. outpost in Jordan that killed three American service members. Mr. Biden held a moment of silence for the soldiers killed during an event in South Carolina Sunday, calling it a tough day in the Middle East. The White House is blaming radical Iran-backed militant groups for the strike. The head of the United Auto Workers Union says a presidential endorsement has to be earned and that President Biden has earned his. UAW President 
Sean Fain spoke on CBS Face the Nation just four days after formally endorsing Mr. Biden during the union's national convention in Washington, D.C., saying that the current president has a history of serving and fighting for the working class. The Super Bowl matchup is set. Kansas City will take on San Francisco February 11th in Las Vegas. The Chiefs defeated the Ravens in Baltimore Sunday while the 49ers came back at home to beat the Detroit Lions. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Uh, thank you for that, Sybil Jasmine. You know it clear. Did you check the This paper? week, for you sure. Made sure now. Okay, because you know sometimes they'll, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever postdated a check before? No. I have not. No, okay. I'm just telling you. I've known people to do it. More of the D.L. Hughley Show is coming up. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment updates. Uh, in case you are in uh, Milwaukee, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Milwaukee Improv. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So it would be uh, great if I see you. It's very cold. This is a. Would you say that this is a colder winter than we had in a little while? In a while. I would say so. Oh, down yeah. there, huh? I guess. Yeah. Not uh, here. No, and I'm just in the world. Oh, in the world. Oh, in the world. Okay. No, I don't know if it's the coldest in the world. I wouldn't say that. Well, it's been very mild winters recently. In recent Yeah. Recent. I don't know. So, no. Texas got shut down. Man, we got the frozen Holocaust. It, it killed. Not. I'm well, talking about what two years ago when they. Winter's not over, baby boy. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be so presumptuous. But um, it feels like because uh, I saw. A lot of flooding, a lot of cold Did you see that real wave at that army yes. base? Yes. Mm. Yes. I'm like, mm. Then you were telling me about another one someplace else. It's just Yeah, Marshall weird. Islands. Yeah. That's crazy. Marshall And you know, uh, this is the thing. Animals can tell when something like that's going to happen. So I would suggest that if you see your a- a dog acting crazy or a chicken running away, you should follow. Let me I'm tell you something. Or crows that. flying in the sky. That's Woo. what. Yeah, I'm telling you. Either that or. The earth is angry. Yeah. You yeah. think so? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Had it with us. The earth yep. been around billions of years. It's us that made them angry. Man. Yes. There's so okay. many things that are going. I was just reading an article this morning. Us right now. These Well, these people can't make you mad. I'm just saying. <laughs> that talked about how even flowers are changing yeah. to the point that they are now self-pollinating, yeah. which means that now, you know, there's no need for bees and all of that, which what, will what, have an effect adapted. on the insects, yeah, yeah. which has an effect on, you know, all of the other animals and whatnot. So when you think about that, it's like, oh, my God, the domino effect of what could happen to our ecosystem. It's crazy. But they, it's doing what anything in nature does, adapts. Correct, sure, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. When it, it will affect all of us, and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. it's going to shake humanity off. So like flowers going to be cheaper now. Will they be cheaper? I mean, the, since they make themselves. Problems. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they all took look one alike. step removed. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm not paying $20 for this. These self pollinated here. I get ten. <laughs> How can you I tell it's self pollinated? That's the question. <laughs> all right, come here. We got a you song. You pollinated <laughs> yourself. <laughs> man, if chicks could do that, woo. <laughs> What People have been telling about? you to do that for years. Man, let me yes, tell yes. you. Yeah, we yeah, trying. With no lotion. <laughs> right. um, Pollinate yourself. <laughs> Come here. We got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. We had a militant man, Jamal Kingsley. He's here to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Here he is, the militant man, Jamal Kingsley, returning to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Would you believe they asked me to come speak at a school? Inspire young minds. Why is it? When I walked in the classroom, they used to have blackboards. They've all been replaced with whiteboards. You know the dry erase kind? Hmm. 
seems like they always trying to replace the black with the white. Think about it, my brother. And why is it when you take a trip on an airplane and when you come out to baggage claim, all those black bags, you can't tell one from the other. Are you trying to say all blacks look alike? Think about it, my brother. And why is it all five black police officers involved in the murder of Tyree Nichols in Memphis have been fired and charged with second degree murder? Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't be charged. They should. But you know, if they were white officers, they'd have been still paid, relegated to desk duty. Then they would have had paid administrative leave while we had a thorough investigation and the police union looked at it. They would have had a GoFundMe account collecting millions. Innocent until proven guilty? Let's not rush to judgment. When you white, justice is blind. But when you black, oh, that boy got 20-20 vision. Think about, oh, wait a minute. This part of the show is supposed to be funny, ironic, and ridiculous. I guess this one was a little too real. My bad. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. Coming up, I, yes me, I'm going to give you a little note from the GED section that will be up in approximately 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man. What man? Can you please tell these good people what's trending? Well, the conversation that we've had before has resurfaced on the Internet and it has it completely divided. And that is, do you split a bill when you go to dinner with a bunch of people? In this particular case, what brought this uh, back to the uh, conversation is a woman uh, went to, I guess, dinner with a couple of her friends. She ordered her food. She said um, she didn't like her food that she had gotten. I think she got like a steak or something. She didn't like the way it was cooked. She set it back. And she ended up only ordering dessert and a drink, totaling about $25. However, <laughs> when when the bill came and she was asked to split the bill, her portion was 150 And she said, I don't think I should have to pay this 150 because I only ate $25 worth of food. And she was like, I'm a single mom. I don't really have money like that. You know, I, I, I know I brought enough to pay for what I ordered. Why should I have to split with everybody else? So, of course, social media split. Some people are saying you shouldn't have gone out to eat if you didn't have the money. And other people say you only eat. You only pay for what you eat. It's not even. OK, first off, I would never do that. But I've seen a lot of women do it. Like I've seen. You know, well, yeah, I've seen a lot of women do it. Um, I don't think it's gender specific because there were men at the table too. I'm just telling you, I've but, seen a lot of people do. I'm not talking about this thing. If I, I, me, um, I'm so bad at math. I think I had even if I had wings, they could tell me I had two hundred fifty dollars worth of food, and I would have to do it. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a GED. Um, but I do think there are people that that are sticklers for what they had and what they didn't. There are people who are more generous. If you go, go know who you go out with. Know yeah. if they tend to be cheap or not. Well, I don't think sometimes it's not always about being cheap. I think it's about what you can afford. I also think that is a difference between having a GED and, and being rich and having a GED and not being rich. I think that makes all the difference. And in this particular case, she's saying, listen, I don't have that kind of money. I'm a single mom. She even the, the food that she originally ordered was what she could also afford. But she didn't know that they were going to, I guess, split the bill that way. My thing is, have the conversation before you even go out. 
Yeah. Are we going to split this? What are we doing? So there is no, you know, surprises when the bill comes. There is no running out on the bill. There's none of that. Uh, yeah, I think you better know who you hang out with. Yeah. I wish you'd make people split the bill when they go out to eat with you. Shut up. I am Shut so up. tired you of people freeloading when to, they go out you. don't with have you. to wish. You could just contribute. You don't <laughs> have to wish. Look, look here. You no, can, you, no, your wish nah, can come uh, true right now. Bruh. Okay. Okay. From now on, yeah. We're going to make people also, pay. From, yes. from now on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay. pay. I'm going to oh, pay, for, go. your, I'm gonna pay okay. for your meal. I dare you. Okay. I dare you. You don't never let nobody pay for your meal. Well, I'm just saying. And there's people that eat with you that don't. Yeah. Eat what they would eat if okay. they were by themselves. Well, I do. If I were you, I wouldn't start. I would stop talking like that. Why? Because <laughs> Why? Oh, I've never I don't ever you. call. I don't ever pay for eat for more than what I got. This in my pocket. new Jeff Brown is very disturbing. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. This one is crazy. I don't know, Jasmine. Can you? Can Am we, I wrong? Can we, can we get? Can we get onto the rest of this so we can yeah, find the old Jeff yeah, yeah, Brown? That's right. Maybe yeah, we pop need, up we need, it's a new year. I, I want the one I hired, not this one. Right. I don't and while we're looking for the older versions of people, can we find the older version of Kim Burrell? She's at it again. She's uh-uh. trending because she was in church. Now, you know, she I didn't know she preaches, but apparently she does outside of when she's not singing. But as she was singing, I guess somebody in the congregation started singing, too. And they have this on video. It's gone viral. She says, excuse me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm singing alone. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Ma'am, you with the mask. What? Let that mask work for you. I'm singing by myself. Okay. And so, of course, you know, people are like, Nothing says good Christian faith like people being uh, intolerant. She's going viral quite a bit because she said a lot of controversial things. She said a lot of things that were questionable. All in the name of Jesus, I guess. If if you put on a collar, they'll let you do the most ignorant stuff. And she don't even put on a collar. No. Mm -mm. Mm, I don't know. She ain't that kind of preacher. That's why I don't go to church because that cover charge is too high. That's what's trending. Coming up, what have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, That's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. We've done the best we can here. The best um, we can. I just want to know that uh, if you've seen Jeff Brown, the the dude that is, we know, not the one that's here. <laughs> I'm not allowed to evolve. The, the, the one from Three Wives Ago. We want that one. <laughs> Vegan totals ain't that high. No way. Yeah, I don't no, know what he's crazy. Yeah, man, about. come on now. I'm sick of this Exactly, dude. Well. I mean, I, I can take it from the new Julians, but I can see what <laughs> happened to him. Um, <laughs> we'll never have to worry about the new Jasmine. She's gonna say the same old uh, trifling broad she's always been. That's why wow. he loves her. So. Wow. He loves her. Wow. <laughs> At least we know what to expect from her. her. Wow. Uh, if you are Jasmine, Jasmine rides the same room. <laughs> she's exactly the I same one. The same just one. Update the model. Uh, uh, if you are in uh, Milwaukee, I'm gonna be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Ten. Saturday, and one Sunday in Milwaukee. Is it the Improv Juniors? Uh, yes, so I'll be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So come check me out if you have a chance. Jasmine Sanders, the same old Sanders. What did you trifling. learn today? You called me trifling. I'm not even looking at you. All right, right skip my man Cheeto. What did you do? What did you learn today? Oh, I just learned that it, they, uh, Indians stay together. Indian Jay is a Nikki Haley fan. I didn't. Yeah. What? I didn't see how could be. Well, let, let's, let, let's not go that far. Well, you went kind of far. You went kind of far. Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, yeah. since the old Jasmine won't talk, what did the new Jeff learn? What I've learned today that uh, That's I got to start Show's paying for your We had enough. We had enough. We got a four-hour show. Can't do it. Coming up on the next round. Ralph is waiting to come on. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> 
on the next D.O.U.L.E. show, sometimes people get really upset with the things I say. <laughs> so we gave them an opportunity to vent with our segment called... Self-Pollination Yourself, D.O.U.L.E. It's the D.O.U.L.E. show. We got, plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as a human being of the week. It's the D.O.U.L.E. show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the D.O.U.L.E. show. See you on the other side. <laughs>